What's going on, everyone? We are stoked to have you back here for another episode. Bachelor is in the city, and uh, we are both officially another year older. Young, Dusty. Younger, 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 younger. Benjamin Button going the other way, going like Trip. I decided I'm aging in reverse. Exactly, I'm going the other way. Hey, never felt better, man. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Happy belated birthday, Mr. Weber. You know, it was great, man. It was cool. I got to go up to the lake, spend uh, time with the familia and some friends. We got to celebrate there on the water. I had a great time bringing in this new year. And then at midnight, I was able to go toss all the birthday festivity and celebration energy across the pond to the city of love, Paris, for you to then officially celebrate. Oh, man. I appreciate the handoff, man. Hey, man. I do what I can, okay? Listen. Yeah, my birthday was, you know what? I had to spend my birthday flying most of the day, but. That sounds like a great birthday to me. (laughs) You would love that. Yeah, I was in the air for most of my birthday, but you know what? I got to spend it. Well, technically right now I'm in Paros, so I'm actually enjoying it right now. So I'm going to go ahead. I never do You know what? It's funny, actually. Technically, I think we overlapped with our birthdays because of the time change over there. You were uh, (gasps) a... quite a bit ahead of us. And so we actually, how cool is that? We celebrated our birthday together. Oh my. Mind blown. Time you're like, travel, You're man. like Stephen Hawkins, man. I don't care what they say about you. You're, you're brilliant. You that's probably like, one of the nicest things anyone's ever said about me. You're like brilliant. Like that's some crazy mathematics right there. Craziness, I know. All right, well, uh, another year older, hopefully wiser. Excited to bring that wisdom to uh, more episodes of this awesome podcast. Today on the pod, we are going to share the first couple minutes of our conversation on She's All Batch. Now, definitely go subscribe to their show if you haven't already. Obviously, we had a blast having them join us for a recap of one of the more recent episodes. But the full version of this conversation, and it's good, they... uh, they ask the hard questions. They didn't. They didn't let us go, man. They were. They didn't. They kept pushing, pushing. But you got to respect it. And we had. A I good was sweating bullets for you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, were you? <laughs> <laughs> no, but good, uh, good, good conversation. And so go check them out. And then we uh, we sit down for uh, a really fun segment with our third roommate Jessica, who came on to discuss my shower thoughts. Oh God. Yes, I have backup and oh, she's God. here and we are about to turn the tables on you and Emma, my friend. Are oh, you ready? Oh, God. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Didn't you have some like kind of social media flirtiness with like, wasn't it Charlize Theron? Charlize. What no, was that? I, Tell I, us I about remember that. that. Yeah, I don't um, actually know where that came from. I randomly, uh, I guess she, I had like a, a pro uh, poster up, like I think it was the Grove in uh, in LA and she took a picture uh, with it just next to the picture there. And um, she said something like, pilot I like or something or she said some type yeah. of phrase and it just kind of like blew up and so then we were out in New York uh doing some press and we were walking down the street and then she had like I don't know what her big brand is jewelry or, or perfume yeah it was something and you're like one of the big things is like oh we got to get right back so yeah, then I gonna, go and and uh, take the same exact picture same same pose and um did the same kind of caption and uh had some fun with it but um like there was never any dms or talk with her I um where was I? I was, this was like, I think like months later and I was, uh, 
in training, I think. And we were out with some friends and we met these, uh, these girls from South Africa and they brought it up to me because uh, Charlize is, she's from South Africa. So we started talking about it and then they like made me, they're like, all right, you need to go DM it right now. We're going to like give you some South African lingo, um, like whatever <laughs> phrase. And so I, I did it. I was like, what do I have to lose? Um, so I DM'd it, but uh, I don't think she ever saw it. It was, I think more just, more just kind of having fun with it. But okay. um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a huge fan of her. I love all of her movies. So uh, be cool. I fly a lot to South Africa, so you never know. Maybe I'll have Maybe. her on a flight with time. So the DMs are still open. Okay. Yeah, Charlize, Charlize. check your DMs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are welcoming Jessica on as our third roommate today. Jessica, how you doing? I am so good. How are you guys? We're doing I'm great. actually good extra good this morning. I feel like I have a little extra pep in my step because you decided to join us. So a little backstory for everyone right here of, of what's going on. We, we'd done a recording, I guess this is a couple episodes ago, and I just had this crazy shower thought that I got completely roasted by Dustin and Emma for sharing on the podcast. And it was in regards to the show, The Bachelor, and how it is a, compl- a completely different show with cameras. If cameras weren't there, weren't present, it would be the most hilarious thing to witness in the history of mankind. In my opinion, I had this thought in the shower and I lost my shit laughing. Dustin roasted me, Emma didn't see it, and Jessica had my back, DM'd us, and uh, was like, you know what? I see what Peter is saying. Immediately, Emma runs our social. She uh, she DM'd us the uh, screenshot in the uh, group chat, and I was like, we need to get Jessica on. So Jessica, thank you, thank you, thank you. I want to give you the floor. Yeah, no, I just I wanted to validate you, Pete. I I really was expecting when listening to that recording that Dustin or Emma would like back you up a little bit, but they never did. So I felt like <laughs> I'll step in Ouch. here. I'll, I'll take one for the team. I, I'm going to validate you because I think this goes into like the whole, the whole like pit thing. I'm in the pit. You're in the pit. Okay. We're in, I'm the, in pit the pit as well. Which is just that this show is so preposterous in so many ways. And the camera, I mean, without the camera, it, it wouldn't exist. It's that ridiculous. Like no one's dating like this in real life. No one's doing rose ceremonies. No one's like doing these crazy group dates. Like no one goes on group dates. So I'm yeah. so glad <laughs> that you that you understand exactly where I was coming from. And and it, 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 I guess I guess to your point, yeah, it is true. It kind of makes it a little preposterous. It's like wow, this is kind of insane. But everyone, you know, and granted, we've both been on the show. But people that go on the show, if you claim that you're truly there just for the right reasons and for to find love, whether there's cameras there or not, you shouldn't care. You know, that's the the viewers yeah. obviously they're gonna No one would ever do no one would ever do this concept is why me and Emma were talking about why it was Right, but silly. Yes. I maybe we're all like maybe we're all on the same page. We're just expressing ourselves differently. Like this is so ridiculous that no one would do it without cameras, but to think about what it would be like without cameras is funny. I just got a real hoot out of it as just thinking about Peter in the shower, just cracking <laughs> up at himself, thinking about this concept. That's what I thought was the most hilarious thing about it. I, Jessica, have, have you ever uh, been on a group date in your uh, in your life? No. I mean, I've been... I, I'm on this app called Locks Club in the city. Oh, yeah. I've heard of Locks Club oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And like they have 
like events where singles come together and interact, but it's not like one woman and like 30 men or like vice versa. It's, it's an equal mix. Like what, like picture that, would that not be hilarious to in real life have these events where someone is there to have all these people come to go see them for a date and they go host this date with however many, it's, it's just, it's a very funny concept when you try to put it in the real world. And I guess I just had never really done that. might be yeah, onto I mean, something. I think people would pay for this kind of experience. It, yeah, it would be interesting. I think there are some like comedy shows where people get picked to be like the like the equivalent of a bachelor or bachelorette and then like they do a game show. But I was watching I think it was Monday's episode of The Bachelorette and you know that scene where they're in I think they're in France and like Gabby and Rachel are wearing like cloaks and then they're they're like they're wearing dresses, but they both have these like cloaks on. And then on yeah. each side, they're like these risers of men. And I was kind of thinking about your theory in that moment of just like <laughs> how serious everyone is. And it kind of almost looks like this weird like satanic ritual in a way, like just the way that they were dressed. Totally and feeling on that. Yeah, yeah. It's like and everyone's like so somber, and it's just so silly to think about like if that was a realistic situation. It is, but honestly, I mean. I actually do think, Desi, I think you're right. I think people actually probably would pay for that kind, for the bachelor experience to, without cameras, just go and actually experience the full thing and see, you know, what it's like and have a producer there to go vent after and talk your feelings through from that conversation and uh, what what you're going to do later on and, and why this is pissing you off or not. It's, I think possibly onto something there well they got the they have the bachelor live so i think that was made to kind of give people the experience You're right. to kind of go on there and do that there kind of thing go. you ever been to one of those jessica i have not i have not i'd like to but hasn't happened yet how long how long have you been watching the show well i'm going to admit that you were my first season oh so i started watching in i guess that was what fall 2019 and then the pandemic happened and I had time to watch all the content they were throwing at us. Now I'm a I'm an avid fan. Do you live in New York? I do. Yeah. All right. Cool. All right. Good stuff. So re- a recent, I guess I would say, Bachelor family. Yes. Member. Pretty, pretty recent. At this point, I feel like I watch mostly to listen to all the podcasts because I think yeah. the podcasts are fun to listen to. And Game of Roses is definitely like my favorite Bachelor podcast. So how, how long how long did you, were you introduced to Game of Roses pretty quickly, like right after watching my season? So when I was watching your season, I started listening to Chatty Broads and they had Game of Roses on, I think it was like maybe the end of your season. Quick question. Who were your top three for Peter's season? Oh gosh, I, I don't want to. On the spot. I mean, well, am I? I'm. I feel bad, but I'm. I'm a Hannah. Don't Ann feel stan. bad. I, I thought. Hey, Hannah, Hannah Ann is an absolute amazing human being. So don't don't feel bad at all. <laughs> yeah, I was with, I was with your mom on that one. I I really liked her. So hey, yeah. listen, I get she it. Was, she was top, and then I don't even remember. I think I liked. Oof. I don't even remember their names anymore, but I have their faces in my head. But you had a good season. Your your season was great. And then it kind of changed after that, right? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Pandemic, obviously, a bunch of 
bunch of change and turnover. What are you feeling about uh, this current season with the two bachelorettes? You liking it? Yeah, I think it's okay. It's it's kind of, I don't know, what they're doing with like making, I, I don't know if this is editing or what it is, but the way they're making Rachel look is is kind of, I don't know. It's I a don't little, it's it's a little much. It's a little much. Like she was, cr- I feel like she cried like the entire episode and, and it, I, it does seem that those are authentic tears. Like she seems genuinely very she's, yeah, upset. Yeah, she's, she's obviously dealing with a lot of shit. Like this stuff's not just fake, but. Right. I think she's a very highly emotional, sensitive person already. But this stuff is just like very intense and everything falling on her. I feel for her a lot. I feel really bad. I actually just got done catching up right now. It's, it's terrible, actually. She's yeah. not, yeah, she is not having, obviously, hope, you know, hopefully this all turns around for her. And I think it will. I think. Right now for her, this is, I think she's really going to benefit from as the the group obviously trims down to just like the core people that she's actually really into and they're into her. It's going to be a lot better. But right now, I mean, this poor girl is getting rejection literally left and right every single episode, multiple times an episode. And I feel like you're watching two completely different seasons of The Bachelorette, one with Gabby, one with Rachel. And it's just like, oh my God, like this poor girl, like cut her break. It's so terrible because we know there's one more rejection on the way. That I, I know. know it's like oh my gosh that's it's like, gonna really I think that's gonna really flatten her I'm yeah she's gonna be really upset <laughs> yeah oh, man well, uh, who are your well, who are your favorite people for this season I mean Nate is is objectively the best candidate there we go um, <laughs> we love the answer yeah, uh, Dusty just, may go way back yeah I know <laughs> he's He's just cool. Like he lights up the screen. He's fun to watch. So he's like that in real life. I I hate to say that. He's like that in real life too. Yeah. He just seems like a guy that like, you know, some people just have a certain energy about them where everyone is just like attracted to them. Not necessarily in a romantic way, just like in general. Try sure. try growing up with this guy and everyone just attracted to him and you just God. I'm like, fuck Nate. Jesus. No, I'm joking. Why are you always center of attention? Oh, since the beginning (laughs) of time, I tell you. No, he's got a great energy. We're stoked for him. What did you guys think of with Hayden on this last episode? That to me was like, I am so I am very, very close with my dog too. Like I 100 percent was like res. I almost started having tears, like as he's talking about his dog and everything. And then it it obviously it was kind of it was, I think it was pretty unique. I don't think that's ever been done before where someone kind of expresses their love for an animal so much and how much that animal has meant to them, you know, throughout their life. So obviously, like I'm like right there with him. I'm like, yes, man, I get it, I get it, I get it. But that just was like such an odd turn of events for me. And like I feel like I don't know if I want to say that guy, I don't I don't want to say he's a bad person or really had, you know, ill intent, but I think got caught up in some things and probably you know, should have stopped talking a little bit sooner than he did in cases. But I think he was, you know, a good person at his heart. But then it just like that edit at least made it look, you know, horrible for him. And I just was very shocked by that. Yeah, no, he came off not well. And I agree. I'm like such a dog person. I'm obsessed with dogs. And like when when we lost my dog and my family, well, I was just thinking back to that. And like I would never have left my dog because I knew that we only had a limited amount of time left. So Part of me was like, why didn't you just wait to go on like the next year's season or something like that? Especially because totally. he didn't really seem that excited about Gabby or Rachel. Right. But I it, see I see why he brought the dog up to right. show he is very serious. But didn't it also kind of feel like he was using that almost like a prop in a way? He was. I feel like he was playing the game. Yeah. It seems like he game. wasn't he wasn't really into Rachel. I don't think he was into either. I think he was playing the game and he was using the dog as 
hey guys, I'm a dog lover. Let's let's like me kind of deal. Yeah. And yeah. then, I, but like, good. I'm glad he left so he could go be with his poor dog for like the last few I months know. of his life. Like, yeah, go, like, leave already. J- j- just a weird, I think, yeah, kind of like turn of events there. And it just, yeah, I don't know if I've ever seen that before, but I feel it. I feel the dog love. All right. Would, uh, would you ever go on The Bachelor? Probably not. I think, I, I think my Smart time girl. Has, has passed for that. I'm, I'm almost 30. And I think that I'm probably out of the, proper time rate age range for the show and also just yeah not for me not for me I am curious like your experience both of you on the show has that changed the way you guys date like is is dating a whole different thing for you in real life now that you've done it on the show coming off the show is unexistent you just couldn't date anyone right after show after the show you just couldn't it was impossible because everyone just knew who right, you are everyone ev- yeah and everyone was into you for the wrong reasons. I think it takes time for someone to come off the show to start really trusting other people to want to date. And it, I think it just takes a little time. But it, it's, yeah. But like, what about without the fame component? Just like in terms of how you approach going on a date and like the conversations that you have with a potential like partner. Like, is that affected by all the, I mean, all the experience that you have. Uh, so I, I would I would say no. I think that's one thing I didn't enjoy about the show was I, ne- I, I always felt like the conversations were TV conversations and they have yeah. to go that way because again, they're making a TV show at the end of the day. It's entertainment. Whether it's a sob story that has to come out or a, a big you know story here. I think for me, why it, you know, p- potentially why it didn't necessarily work truly in the end for me was I never really felt like I was truly getting to know these people that I was dating on camera just because the kind of like, I, I think I remember like there'd be such refreshing moments where when cameras are off and you're doing a quick, you know, moving locations and you get to go in the same van as the person. And it's like very like, like that's, you never get that, right? That's very special time. And you just get to talk to them like a normal human being and like, just kind of like joke with them and just flirt and not have this like kind of set tone of where the conversation is going. Like I looked forward to those moments so much and like feel like I got to know, you know, the woman that way pretty, pretty well, like better than just like sitting down at a formal dinner and kind of knowing where the conversation is going. So I guess to answer your question, I don't know if this is making sense, but no, I 100% enjoy dating in real life a lot more just because you can actually have normal conversations and let it be organic. And that's, yeah, that was one thing that I did not enjoy from, from my experience. Makes sense. Yeah. Again, you know, it kind of, it has to go that route. So you play the game. All right. So you're 30 years old. You're living in New York City. What is your go-to first date in this beautiful city? If you're planning it. Yeah. Well, it depends on the season. If it's summer or it's really nice outside, I like to go for a walk in Central Park with some sort of like end destination. So whether that's a drink or a dinner or a coffee, that's that's my favorite because I love being outside and I love Central Park. That's like, I live on the Upper West Side specifically so that I can be close to the park. There you go. If it's winter, I don't want to take a walk in Central Park most of the time because it's Not a good cold. idea. You will freeze. <laughs> I like a wine bar. 
pretty casual. I think first date, you don't want to necessarily sit down for a whole meal. And then recently, I went on a date where we took a class at Grit Boxing. And then I don't know if you've ever been there, but we like did that. And then that particular location like has a bar in the lobby. So you kind of go straight from like boxing to drinking. And I decided that that's kind of like the best first date because you break the ice by getting like really sweaty and like really into your workout. And then you like perfectly segue into what a good what's it called something boxing it's called grit grt um and it's like near union square wow it's really fun i've heard of it yeah that's a good idea i've never thought about that before yeah because like you know sometimes first dates are awkward but once you're like running on a treadmill next to each other and like punching bags next to each other it definitely breaks the eyes yeah exactly all right grit boxing there you go pete I, yeah, yeah I'm going to put notes. that down. I, I'm glad I, I asked you that question. I totally agree with the whole summer thing. I So Central Park, we live close to the park as well. I'm a big city bike guy. I love getting bikes and riding all around and then going down like on the west side, like yes. on a beautiful day along the water. West side so, highway. So I'm good. that. But grit boxing, I am definitely adding that to the list. It's kind of it's kind of on theme too with this last episode. Didn't uh, Gabby, they, she had oh, the guys go boxing. There you go. It all that, comes full You should circle. be a Bachelor producer. <laughs> <laughs> you got great ideas or date yes. ideas. <laughs> well, no, I, I like that idea. I kind of like the idea of having um, dates without alcohol to begin with, I think, and also without food. I think there's so much that New York has to offer that there's so much you could do. Me and my girlfriend, we talk about things that we could do with outside, outside of just alcohol. And there's just so much that New York has to offer. And that's actually a good idea. I'm going to surprise her on a workout. I don't know if she'll like it or not, but that might. What's your What's your guys's go to date? Dustito, what is it? Recently, me and Kat, we we've been traveling quite a bit, so we've been just kind of laying low in New York. We've been going on walks when it's not smothering or anything like that. But um, movies, we've been staying low key. We're getting ready to go to France for a wedding next week, so we're just kind of saving up and chilling out. So not too much going on over here. What about you, Peter? What's your go-to? All right, let me paint this picture for you guys. All right, it's about sunset. I'll have her meet me on the docks on the Hudson River, okay, at a specific time. At that time, I'll tell her to look north on the Hudson as I'm flying a seaplane down, landing right in front of her. I'll then taxi that seaplane up. I'll open the door, have her jump on in, give her a little tutorial, little uh, flight lesson. We'll go taxi over to the Statue of Liberty. Enjoy the view. It's absolutely stunning. The Freedom Tower, the whole city is glowing and then we'll take off. We'll do a nice lap around Manhattan and land again, dock the seaplane and go get some dinner. That's my ideal first date. This 100% joking. Wow. 100% joking. Spoken like a true bachelor. <laughs> I, 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 I wish. <laughs> He's told me this before and I'm like, Peter, I think that's something you do when you're ready to propose to someone. Yeah, that's first a little much. I, 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 I know. It was, it was a joke. Bar really high. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I go from that. Yeah, I can't. Where do you really yeah, you, Shit. Exactly. You can't. You can't top that. I'm kind of screwed. Yeah. Who knows? That's, that's an engagement idea. So um, I don't know. I've had the, ever since I moved to the city. I had recently got my seaplane rating. And I'm like, this city is perfect for that because you have beautiful city to fly around with all the waterways. I see it all the time too. Actually, on the uh, east side, east side yeah, river. Yeah, I see those. I see those planes all the time. Those I, are the I ones that go out to the Hamptons. Yeah, I don't know do if they're practicing or just they're just making their jobs, but it's really cool. They're stealing my idea, and people are having amazing <laughs> romantic dates. And, That's what's uh, going on. 
I'm pissed. All right. But listen, <laughs> if I ever make that that data reality, we're gonna bring you back on, Jessica, and I'll debrief you guys. Thank you. We manifested thank you. it. Appreciate that. All right, Jessica. Well, thank you so much for, again, having my back. You are the best. Thank you for being a third roommate and enjoying our show. And we uh, are so happy you could come and join us today. Thank you. Big fan of both you guys. Love the podcast. Can't wait to see what else you put out there. Awesome. Maybe we'll run into you at a boxing class, right? (laughs) Sounds good. Let's do it. Bachelors in the City is hosted by me, Peter Weber. And me, Dustin Kendrick. This podcast is produced by Red Rock Music. Our producer is Emma Martins, and our executive producer is Red Yoakum. Our audio engineer is Enrique Inahosa. Subscribe and like or review wherever you get your podcasts. Follow the show on Instagram at Bachelors in the City Podcast. Got questions for us about the show, life, or really whatever? DM at Bachelors in the City podcast on Instagram for a chance to be a featured third roommate. We'll catch you next time.